Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern, and today is April 20th, 2020. The poem that I'm going to read today is by a contemporary poet named James Matthew Wilson, who has written several books of poetry, including most recently The Hanging God, which was published by Angelico Press. He is the 2017 winner of the Hyatt Prize from the Dallas Institute of Humanities and Culture, and is Associate Professor of Humanities and Augustinian Traditions at Villanova University, and is also the poetry editor of Modern Age uh, Magazine. The poem that I'm going to read to you today is a very recent poem of his that was published uh, on the website thecatholicthing.org back in March and was originally published in Unleash the Gospel magazine by the Archdiocese of Detroit. And this poem is called Through the Water. Again, it's by James Matthew Wilson, and this is how it goes. Far back within the mansion of our thought, we glimpse a lintel with a door that's shut and through which all our lives would seem to lead, though we feel powerless to say toward what. It is the place where all the shapes we know give way to whispers and a gnawing gut. And so in childhood we duck beneath the waterfall into a hidden cove. In summer pass within a stand of pines cut off from those bright fields in which we rove whose needles lay a softening bed of silence, whose great boughs tightly weave a sacred grove. When winter settles in and our skies darken, we take a trampled path by pond and wood and find beneath an arch of slumbering thorn stray tufts of fur, a skull stripped of its hood. Then turn and look down through the thickening ice in wonder at the strangeness of the good. And Peter, Peter falling through that plain where he had only cast his nets before, and where behemoth stalked in darkest depths that sank and sank as if there were no floor, he cried out to the wind and felt a hand that clutched and bore his weight back to the shore. We know that we must fall into such waters, must lose ourselves within their breathless power, until we are raised up, hair drenched, eyes stinging, by one who says to us that from this hour we have passed through, were dead but have returned, and are a new creation come to flower. I've read um, quite a bit of James Matthew Wilson's poetry, you know, online. He has quite a bit of it uh, on his website um, or in various magazines. We've gotten a chance to publish some of it in Forma, our, our magazine. And I've read The Hanging God. Have um, I think I have all of his books. Highly recommend them if you if you'd like to try to get your hands on them. They're available, you know, um, on Amazon or Bookshop.org, uh, as well as you know through the publishers through Angelico Press, uh, for for example. And this is, uh, although it's recent, one of the ones that I've been uh, enjoying the most, one of the ones that stuck with me. It's always interesting to read poetry by people who are living and who I could talk to them about. It's interesting at least to read it on the, po- on the podcast because there's a lot of allusions and a lot of suggestions, a lot of images that are suggested and things that come to my mind that I would love to know if they're what he intended. But I resist doing that. Um, perhaps one day I'll I'll have him on to explain, you know, or, or explore a poem briefly on this podcast. Um, I've, I've long thought about doing something like that with, with contemporary living poets, where they break down or 
offer something up about their own poetry in five or ten minutes. I think it would be an interesting exercise to see where they where they turn, what what thing they try to to, to point towards. But this is this poem reminds me a lot of um, uh, I fo- of Seamus Haney or Seamus Heaney of Robert Penn Warren, not because he James Matthew Wilson necessarily imitates their forms, but because of the way he suggests things, the way he takes us from one image to another. This is a poem that starts within the mansion of our thought. You know, where this this concept of the, of a mansion, we get uh, a lintel and a door. We get the uh, the idea of hallways. We get the idea of uh, shapes, and uh, which suggests to me windows, and and then the the mansion of our thought, um, leading into to a gut. You know, there's that's a that's a fascinating place to start in terms of uh, the way you know it suggests to me the both memory and anxiety, um, I, worry and fear, and, and the way our the way our experiences and our memories, you know, um, play on those. But then at the end of the poem, uh, we get this image of Peter falling through the water and, and calling out to the wind, and and that the the wind itself is where the hand comes from. That there is Christ is in the wind, um, and he's and he's bringing Peter back to shore. And in that storm, in that wind, in that falling. We seem to pass through that uh, and be resurrected in a sense and then become a new creation. And we get the image of a flower at the end. And so he takes us from this mansion of our thought through um, the waterfall that the child ducks beneath, through winter settling in, trampling paths, all the way to this uh, this image of Peter and then onto the flower. And the way he takes us through these things and constantly loops back one image back into the big, you know, back uh, to a previous image is, is fascinating. It's something to look for as I read it again. Um, Matthew Wilson is a, is a really good formalist poet who knows far more about the forms and about the, the nature of poetry than I'll ever know. But what I love is the way great formalist poets, all poets, but but the way great formalist poets use the form to call back to previous images and lines and words and how um, formalism uh, can do that in a way that, you know, is unique to the forms themselves. The forms themselves, in a way, de- uh, can demand that sort of repetition, that sort of um, recollection. And... That for me gives me things to grasp onto. You know, when I see those repetitions, when I, uh, you know, this is not what I'm about to say is not in any way revolutionary. It's not some great insight. But for me as a reader, when I see those repetitions, it grounds me. You know, it tells me this is the thing that I need to look for and these are the images that I need to contemplate, the ones that I need to let linger. And then the, if I let those things linger in my mind and I contemplate those, the rest of the poem will come to light for me. This is something that I find with uh, Seamus Heaney. Robert Penn Warren, um, so many other great poets, that that they're signaling to me, it seems, the images and ideas that I need to linger over to help the rest of the poem come to light. Um, so that's something to think about as I read uh, James Matthew Wilson's poem, Through the Water, once again. Far back within the mansion of our thought, we glimpse a lintel with a door that's shut and through which all our lives would seem to lead, though we feel powerless to say toward what. 
It is the place where all the shapes we know give way to whispers and a gnawing gut. And so in childhood, we duck beneath the waterfall into a hidden cove. In summer pass within a stand of pines cut off from those bright fields in which we rove, whose needles lay a softening bed of silence, whose great boughs tightly weave a sacred grove. When winter settles in and our skies darken, we take a trampled path by pond and wood and find beneath an arch of slumbering thorns stray tufts of fur, a skull stripped of its hood, then turn and look down through the thickening ice in wonder at the strangeness of the good. And Peter, Peter, falling through that plain where he had only cast his nets before, and where behemoth stalked in darkest depths that sank and sank as if there were no floor, he cried out to the wind and felt a hand that clutched and bore his weight back to the shore. We know that we must fall into such waters, must lose ourselves within their breathless power, until we are raised up, hair-drenched eyes stinging by one who says to us that from this hour we have passed through, we're dead but have returned, and are a new creation come to flower. This has been The Daily Poem. Uh, thank you for bearing with me with this uh, poor audio quality. Um, I'm actually recording in my car right now, and the, the, the rain is dropping on my the roof of the car. So thank you for bearing with me, and um, we'll get the better audio here soon. But uh, again, this has been The Daily Poem. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.